Silence! It's time! It's time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast, episode 55. I am your host, the Jack of Hearts, and with me as always is my respectable little knuckleheads here, Ginger Boy. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I was not prepared. I am prepared in three... Two. There we go. I was pretty much on that one. Yeah, I'm doing better now. It's cracked open a beer. So, yeah, it's 55. Okay. We're 45 weeks away from uh, 100. Oh man. So I'm pretty excited. The countdown man. has begun, people. Man, I don't even want to think about episode 100 at this point. You know, we're just gonna get through. I'm just not even. Hell, we don't even know what the hell we're gonna be doing for that down the line. But that's something to think of in the future, I guess. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. We got forty-four more weeks to think about it. <laughs> That's so, very true. Get on it. So the other person joining us is obviously our founder here, Knuckles. How you doing? Hey, um, kind of feeling like crap. Uh, have a sore Ugh. throat. Hopefully, uh, could get through this as quick as possible before it decides to hit me harder again. Well, here's hoping. <laughs> yeah, uh, it hurts. I'm going to pay. Let's finish this. <laughs> and that's our show for the week, people. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm just ready to let this All go. All right. So, without further ado, let's get into what we've been playing. And, Knuckles, we're going to start with you off this week because you do have some interesting games that you have uh, wow. started playing. Uh... By interesting me, Dead Rising Three. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I want to hear about it. Well, when I uh, heard this game was announced, I think it was the uh, last mm-hmm. E three. Um, I thought it was going to be like a more serious uh, Dead Rising than the previous yeah. two. Where in the first one, you take pictures of zombies, you had to find a zombie erotica. Oh. It's Dawn of the Dead, the video game, basically. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, because on the cover it says not affiliated with George A. Romero's There's no inside that movie, was there? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it takes place in a mall. It's basically, like, not really, I mean, like this, it's a, kind of a... It takes place in a mall in a small okay. town. Yeah, like Down the Dead. But... I don't know, it's like so many shit, so much shit rips off Down the Dead now... Like it's... every zombie thing ever? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. But, uh... When I saw the gameplay and trailer for it where the guy has a Lego head... <laughs> I was like, nope, this game just looks serious, but plays fake. Plays like it's choking around. Which, in a later DLC, like Super Mega Ultra... Dead Rising 3 Turbo HD Poop something your, alpha. Poop so. on your chest EX edition alpha <laughs> beta max. 
something like that. It was like it's clearly making fun of itself. Yeah. Um. Well, I started playing this. Uh, I think last mm-hmm. Friday. I haven't really gotten far into it. I know, um, but from what I played, it's, it's just fucking entertaining. Uh, carrying a uh, carrying a bike engine, okay. which is all uh, Dead Rising Two, and I'm just smashing people in the head with it, or smashing zombies in mm-hmm. the head with it. And it's kind of the game look. The zombies in the game kind of look like they look like real fucking zombies. So unlike the other two, where it's kind of like goofing okay. around. So they kind of like uh, I wouldn't say World War Z, but maybe Dawn of the Dead zombies, where it's like they're kind of actually frightening. And you have to at the very beginning, you have to play. You just have to jump on cars to avoid the hordes. And there'll be freaking hordes of zombies. And then there'll be like a handgun on the ground in the middle of the horde. (laughs) I love it. Just teasing you. Just just teasing you to get right in the middle of it and just start wayletting. Ha 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 ha! So just to be sure, there's no um, zombies after you shoot them. They don't turn into like flying giant flies and they don't like... okay. So, alright. It's not Resident Evil 5. Okay. Or not so even like is. Resident Evil 4 either with the whole like uh, various zombies that grow like parasitic heads and then just start like just, you know. <laughs> the last good Resident Evil game. Dun, dun, dun. Eh. <laughs> but, I don't know, Res- Resident Evil Revelation was good, but I'm getting... Yes. No, that, no I, well I'm talking about like, you know, main story part, but yeah, go, go ahead. But I'm not mad. A, you don't have. They don't have. Uh, no, in the previous Dead Rising games, there was this time the timer that you had to play through the game before the timer mm-hmm. runs out. And uh, I think the first one, it was. Uh, I think it might have been a, a extract or some shit. And the second one, it was a bomb run, bombing right. run. Now, now you can just uh, play through the game without that, ignoring. T- uh, Boring, like annoying yeah. timer. Oh, good. And uh, the save, you can actually save it, like without having to go Is to the there, bathroom. Um, do you don't have to like oh. go and like save people constantly? Do you either? You can't, but you oh, don't have God. to. That was okay. the worst part of Dead Rising. Oh, really? So that means, like, uh, for say, if uh, the ending won't dictate or some whether or not how many people. Let's you just save. say I have. Let's just say, as far as I've gotten, I haven't saved. <laughs> Typical knuckles. It's like I'm have, I'm ha- no. Here's my justification for this. I'm ha- I'm in an experience where I don't know what the fuck's going on, and I have to defend myself. Why the fuck do you get to stand there crying and yelling, asking for help? Oh, well, that's a good point. It's like you can be doing the same shit. No, I'm that's a good doing. point. If you're like in a zombie apocalypse type of thing, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Then of course the first thing is like, okay, we gotta save our own skin here. All right. Note to self: Zombie apocalypse. Do not go to Tennessee. <laughs> Writing that down now. No, I'm talking about the Dead Rising effect. It's like, why, why the fuck do I have to save you? You're on a fucking rooftop away from the zombies. You're fine. I'm on the ground right now and getting attacked by a fucking. Maybe she forest. was distracting the why zombies the- for you can get away. <laughs> You're like, yeah, come help me. Hey, you. Dumbass. Yeah, maybe maybe Dumbass these zombies the are smart, like the ones from Resident Evil Four, and they know what you're they're saying. Oh no, they are not. They are not smart <laughs> oh, okay. at all. If uh, you can climb on top of a car and they can't get to you, 
yeah, you're fine. Oh, man. Like, I'm two feet off the ground on top of this car. He's like, you can see the zombie's hands, like, on the car, trying to yank yeah. you down, but they don't touch you. Gaming logic. That sounds like the most ideal type of co-op game, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm interested in playing co-op, hmm. but... Uh, basically, I'm not going to go into the story, because in Dead Rising, no one really cares about the story. No, it's all about the story. gameplay. Uh, just <laughs> zombie massacre heaven. Well, I'm not going to go into my second game, because right. uh, World, World of Warcraft, everyone knows, is the most popular game in existence next to Call of Duty. Alright, no problem. So, Ginger Boy, go into what you've been playing, man. That's your number two. Um... Yeah, so I, uh, I I brought this is the intervention yes. episode. <laughs> every every episode is the intervention episode. And I just I just I keep I keep going back. I'm I'm cleaning for a week and then we record again. So mm. taking a drink of my beer there. Sorry guys, so good. Um, no, so I I um I borrowed uh, Wolfenstein from a buddy. I just came out. I think like Castle Wolfenstein. Uh, yeah, well it, I don't know what this one's called. Wolfenstein something. Yeah, the, the new, new order. order. Thank you. Um, a new order and the new order. Some there's order. an order and something like that. Um, Heidenreich's there. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he read me, me poetry. Is there a particular uh, scene or something like that where he has Michael Cole against the wall and it's like an awkward like uh, sense of breathing and all the other stuff? <laughs> yep, it's beautiful. He's on top of the fist and everything. Oh my um, god! No, that's wrestling people. Uh, sorry, couldn't couldn't resist. Um, <laughs> no, so this one is a. Uh, this is like a different world of uh, different, you know, takes place a different uh, universe from the first one. Uh, it's kind of it's almost like a reboot to the series, and I, I hope there's more to this from what I played so far. Um, I'm only, I think I'm on chapter five or six right now, so I'm there's I think there's sixteen chapters, so, and I think each chapter is thirty to forty minutes about, so it's, it looks, seems like a, a pretty long game from what I've heard. It's it's a good around tw- about ten to twelve hours depending on you know the difficulty level and how good you are. So it'll take me like forty five hours to beat this game or so. Um, no, so what this game is about is um, you play as um, I can't say the guy's name. It's like they call him like Rango or Rong- Rongo. I don't remember. Um, he's Django. American. And he has a really weird last name. It, it, you know, no, it's like R R. I don't remember Ronowski or what Renal- I don't know. Basically, the original uh, protagonist from Wolfenstein. <laughs> yeah, uh, he looks exactly the same and everything like that. Um, oh, so he's an eight-bit character. Well, <laughs> no, like the face is exactly the same, uh, but HD'd and in, in 1080p. Um, 60 FPS. Um, I don't, I, I don't think I think it's just 30 because I know it's on all the consoles, so I don't think they. I don't know about that part of it. Um. But so the game starts off, it's almost, and I was telling Jack before we started recording that starting this game off, it reminded me a lot of, excuse me, of um, Metal Gear Solid, where if you play the Metal Gear Solid games, like the first hour or two of the game doesn't take place, like, it's like kind of the setup to the story, where you like, you meet the main villain and it kind of tells, you you kind of figure out the world and what what the goal is. And then, so it starts off, the game is that you're flying, you're, you're in a, you know, you're flying to a, a play, like this big base in Germany, and they have like this mad scientist who has, uh, uh, basically, he has, he's created all these like giant like robots, and he's turned like these dogs into like robot dogs, and like, like, like they have like 
like their face is all made of metal and like their body's made of metal and everything like that. So he's like turn. Like, so it's nineteen forty six and the war. You know the war in real. You know our reality is ended in nineteen forty five. And this one, um, Germany, the Nazis are winning this because of the scientist. And um, you you go that you go to his base to try to. At this point, we had not kidnapped uh, the yeah. scientist. Um, and made him create an atomic bomb in this world, apparently. Um, uh, <laughs> we didn't kidnap him. They just came over. Um, <laughs> no, we kidnapped him. Uh, we can worry about that later. Um, so, uh, no, so this game, so you're trying to get there to stop him. And basically, if you can stop the scientist, um, you can win the war. Or, I mean, it gives you a better chance at winning this war. And you get there, and a lot of stuff happens. I'm not going to spoilers about it, but it ends badly for um, for you and your team. And some stuff happens. And fast forward, it's 1960 now. Uh, the war is over, and uh, the Nazis won, and they basically took taken over the world. Uh, they even like um, they even like the, even all their people they align themselves with. They after they they did they beat the U.S. Um, and everything like that. They actually and took over all of Europe. They went in. They took. They uh, turned their. You know. They took over the countries that actually helped them out in the war. And um, what happened was in like 1951, uh, they actually dropped the atomic bomb on New York, and that caused um, the United States to surrender. So basically, what we did to Japan, they did to us, mm. and that we surrendered. And like two million people, or two hundred, two hundred thousand, or two million people died in this, and they're they're threatening to drop more. So um, and it's. And that's how Turning Point ceased to exist. Yeah, oh god, that game is horrible. Dude, the game had a great, great premise, premise, but the gameplay was awful. Um, it tried to be Call of Duty, but... It, it was like the first of like a thousand Call of Duty clones. Cause I remember that came out like right around the time, Call of Duty, like shortly after Call of Duty 4. No, it came out around... It came out in 08, really? so maybe Call of Duty 3 and a half. Oh, okay. Maybe, yeah, you're right. Um, well, no, Call of Duty 4 came out in 07. Hold up. I went up to I remember playing Turning Point the day it came out, and it was horrible. I remember the first level, though. It was kind of a cool premise when the Nazis came to New York and stuff, but... Yeah, we never... Uh, it's, what was it? It was... Uh, God, what's his name? Winston Churchill never hit by that mm-hmm. cab, so Pearl Harbor didn't happen, huh. so the U.S. didn't That's go really into weird. World yeah. War II. Yeah. See, I, I like these kind of things, because I used to be... I forgot a lot about the World War, but like when I was younger, I loved World War Two because I had a great grandfather that mm-hmm. wasn't actually was in the war, and I, I used to love reading all about it. It, it came out February twenty sixth, so like three months after yeah. four. So, so it's probably announced right around the yeah. same time. Um, so yeah, I, I really I really enjoy this, and I, I'm actually really enjoying um, just because like so when you walk through the world, you can actually like find newspaper clippings in 1960. And it kind of fills in the blanks of what's happened in the 14-year gap there, kind of telling you, uh, like, China took like uh, China took over Japan, and then, like, the Germans actually gave them some of this mm-hmm. technology that they made, and um, they, like, souped up the Great Wall of China. So, like, now it's impossible to even breach uh, China. <laughs> now it is the Great yeah, Wall Yeah, now it really China. is, like, the Great Wall. Like, they, they even, like, like, they have, like, the super concrete that's, like, impenetrable and... <laughs> Not just concrete, super mega. Yeah, concrete. and um, no, I mean it's a pretty cool game. So basically, in 1960, um, uh, you find out you, know, you find out that um, the United States lost the war and Nazis taken over. So, 
uh, you the guy you know your character you play as you're trying to get into um you're trying to get to was a resistance and uh, try you know just try to stop the Nazis. So I'm I'm not very far into the game. Uh, gameplay wise, it's actually pretty good. I mean, it's nothing to write home about about the first person shooter. It's kind of clunky. It's not as solid as like a, a Battlefield or a Call of Duty, but it's really it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, and I mean, come on, it's been a long time since mm. we've killed some Nazis. So it's kind of fun to kill some Nazis again, especially some super... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I killed some Nazis last night. Wait, what'd you play? <laughs> oh, you're talking about yeah. video games. Um, never mind. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to take back what I said. Edit this out. Call me. We'll, we'll help. Um, no, so... Um, yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of fun because it's been so long since... Uh, it was funny there. For a long time, we, we complained about all these World War II games we had, like... Towards the end of the PS2 and Xbox generation and the beginning of the 360, up until like really 09, 010, like we had all these World War II games. It's really nice three. F- Call it, it's Call of Duty for that room. That for yeah. Us. Well, I mean, I think we were, I think people were tired of it by like especially when Call of Duty three. I think everybody like I think people just realized they were done with it and then. Yeah, you had yeah. all those Medal of Honors. You had the old Call we had like of Duty five games, every so. year. So it is. Brothers of yeah, arms. and it's kind of cool because you're not replaying like the same levels over yeah, and over seriously. again. Like you do, like how many times we can do the attack on Normandy? You know, I mean, it, it, every game. Because the problem is, there's, there's there's a lot of big war battles in World War Two, but on oh, one of the Medal of Honor games, you got to be at Pearl Harbor. Yeah, like, I guess that's something they didn't really explore. Explore, but that's kind of a weird issue where I don't know if I want to do that level. And that's just one of the things. There's only so many big battles that happened in World War Two that you like. Big ones that everybody knows about, so I don't, you know, just kind of got Battle of Wake Island. You don't want to live that fifteen minute. I mean, not fit. I was joking about fifteen minutes, but that three day freaking yeah. fiasco. No, I don't. I don't know. So it's just kind of cool. It's a, it's kind of a different twist on what what ha- what could have happened. I mean, this obviously couldn't have happened. Like these giant, huge, ten foot tall robots in nineteen forty six, but just. I, I always like to like see like what like do like the what ifs kind of things of like what if you know Germany won the war or things like that. So it's a pretty cool game as far as that goes. There's some issues with the gameplay where like there's certain points in the game you'll have like a an AI partner with you and the he doesn't first off it, he doesn't actually kill anybody like he shoots a lot but mm-hmm. then like the the computer doesn't even like register he's there basically like. He'll shoot at him, and they won't even duck for cover, and he's not hitting anybody. And then, like, I had this one where, like, I was like an enemy I was fighting. Like, he was like all souped up in like armor, and he had right. like, a shotgun. It was, and he was walking right, like, <laughs> right in front of my AI partner. My AI partner's behind cover, hiding, and the, and he's directly next to him, crouched right in front of him, and and the next computer's shooting at me from across, <laughs> from, like, 10, 15 feet away behind cover. So. Yeah, it, so I mean, it's a really cool game with I, I with a really cool um, you know warp on the World War Two, um, but I like the gameplay part of it isn't like it isn't something to like write home about. But I think this is a really fun game. Um, I wouldn't say what I, what I will say though is um, this is what can happen if you just there's no multiplayer as far as I know, and I think I wish more games um, would do that instead of just like half-assing like um, a multiplayer mode. And like that, no one's gonna play. Just so you can say, you know, that way you can make a shorter um, storyline, like you know, an eight-hour, like a six to eight-hour campaign, or just kind of make an okay campaign. But hey, we gave you multiplayer. You know, like I, I wish more games would just if you if you're not 
Say fuck yeah, multiplayer. If, if go story. I mean, if you're not gonna go full blown onto the onto the multiplayer, like if or if you're not a Call of Duty or if you're not a Battlefield or if you're not in the multiplayer only game, then just focus on a campaign instead of you know giving me a solid eight to twelve, fourteen hour camp. Give me a mess. You don't even have to do that so much. I mean, if it's just gonna be like a, a first person shooter game, like a, like a Wolfenstein or like you know like an army like a war game, things like that, like that. Just just give me like a, a ten to fourteen. You're not gonna go really depth with the RPG. It's just a straight up first person shooter. Just make it a long game like the Metro series. I love those games because they they they, they don't. There's no multiplayer. They they focus 100 percent on the on the main story. And I love the campaigns in those games. And I'm I'm happy. I mean I don't want multiplayer. Like there's I have enough games I can get multiplayer out of. I think if more games did that, we we'd be better off for you know for everybody. I you look at just I think. Like Crisis Three had that, where the campaigns are like four hours long, and they gave you some really crappy multiplayer. You yeah, know? I agree it's, with you right there. I just wish I mean, more I, games I would do that. More like... developers would do this. What? You know what? You know what game I want actually huh. all love multiplayer for? Trials Fusion. Oh, I thought it was. That's yeah. not out yet. But uh... no, huh? <laughs> I, I I I've already stopped like caring about that game. <laughs> That is a fun game, dude. I don't know it's what a fun game, but I mean, about. like, it, it's kind of like every other Trials game. Like, I, I played it for it was fun for a few weeks after it came out, and then I, I forgot to have. I'll probably go back and play it every now and again. But for the most part, it's like <laughs> if the multiplayer came out at this point, I just I don't care anymore. It's too little, too late. <laughs> it's like you know what I want? I want GTA Five Heist. Yeah. And just like <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. Just, hmm. Charles Fusion is one of the few PlayStation 4 games I actually play. I have that Watch Dogs oh and boy. I think yeah. that Final Fantasy game that I haven't paid for. <laughs> that game did not... Final Fantasy, not surprisingly, did not uh, stick very long, it seems like. It seems like everybody yep. played it for like that first month. And like I had like five. Yeah, it's because you got that yeah, first like, month yeah, like Everybody, like, like I had like five Nobody's or six friends on my, on, on my friends list no. <laughs> were playing that game constantly. And then like four or five weeks later... I don't hear anybody talk about it anymore. That's this. That's why I don't like to jump into MMOs because of that. It's like it's because you know every MMO like since World the next of Warcraft big MMO is going to take down World of Warcraft. Warcraft and then you know. six week there is no MMO. But... Yeah, yeah, but it, well, I mean, it's supposed to be the next big MMO. Though I shouldn't. If you can hold nine million fucking people yeah. for over ten years for ten years. You can't take yeah, down World well, of Warcraft. I, miss bad use of words. World of Warcraft there. cannot. I, take... I mean, like as far as it, gets, it can be competitive at least, or at least you know be sustained long enough. And then it's like, I think it should just stop. No more of the monthly paying subscription fee. That just needs to go away, for, like forever. Yep. Like World of Warcraft can do it, and that's it. It's like multiplayer, Call of Duty, Battlefield, uh, like sports games, and maybe a couple here, other here and there can do it and then the rest can just go away multiplayer I don't need it I don't want crappy Tomb Raider multiplayer right. I want a longer better campaign there uh, I'd rather I want games other than Call of Duty I want multiplayer games that are actually great like I wouldn't mind seeing the Transformers multiplayer game where it was actually done yeah. well cause uh the fall, of, I think it was Fall of Cybertron. Yeah. That that game had pretty fun multiplayer. It just doesn't stick. Like games, there are games out there that have great multiplayer, but again, they don't have 
Call of Duty in the title. They don't yeah, have Battlefield kind of in the title. They don't have Halo. It's kind in of the, the title. same thing with with MMOs or subscription fees. It's like, yeah, like they they they. Or see, that's why Star or Old Republic does well because uh, it's free to play and like like you go on Old Republic, you can play up to any level you want and you still quit. Like quit after you get your main story mission. Yeah, done. you can basically just do the campaign and go away. Like, yeah, you don't have to do the all. You can do the co-op with uh, co-op in your missions. Then you can go maybe if you want to do a raid or a dungeon or whatever the hell yeah. it's called. I I I think just more people should. Like, that's what I'm hoping. Like Destiny kind of pans out because this is basically an, an MMO without actually calling itself an MMO. It's the Borderlands effect, basically. Yeah. It's like shoot people, do missions, uh, level up, but we're not really in the mode. Yeah, have you, have you see the? They've already announced Which? that uh, they have two expansions oh, wow. coming out, like early next year or something like that. For Destiny, For Destiny? yeah, there's like two big extens- like uh, expansions. Like each one's like twenty bucks, or you can buy like um, there's they announced like a collector edition, like a legendary edition, like uh, thing you can buy. Uh, it's like a hundred dollar one, like it comes with like a with a bunch of stuff, and you get the expansion and from. For like for that discounted price, okay. See if it's more like a see if it is for <laughs> a twenty dollars, it better be a freaking World of Warcraft expansion. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think um, oh, yeah, like, I think it was like forty bucks for both of them or something like that. You can buy like you can already buy like this. I think you can buy a season pass when it comes out or something for like thirty bucks or thirty five. So uh, it's like if they're gonna have twenty dollar expansions, they're gonna. Need need to be World of Warcraft. Yeah, I think period. I saw. Um, I I I, I could have like read this, but it looks like they're like exclusive year, to PlayStation I until think. like early to like till late 2015. Uh, they have a year time to exclusive. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. That's like kind of like what Grand Theft Auto Four had with uh with um with their like they they actually had their uh, DLC for that game for like I think almost 18 months or something before they finally came out. Then uh, Fallout Three it took about two years for the PS3 version to get like it's expensive. Yeah, like decently. Yeah, that's true too. They didn't work for like the first like three months. <laughs> I know, I know. It's kind of crazy that that went. Oh, that's on every system though. Yeah, true. But we're basically we're basically talking about the the topic that uh, Knuckles put in here about. Uh, we might as well. Uh, we could jump back. I'm sorry, Jack. Nah, into no your game games we've been playing. But I figured this is a good segue into um, it's a actually... good segue into the bungee stuff. So let's go ahead and just uh, just go over that little topics and stuff. We'll go back to what I've been playing after we get done with some topics. Yeah, but uh, Knuckles, go ahead and rant about uh, about this. I know I saw this on Facebook. This was upsetting you. Oh, it wasn't upsetting me. It was just making me laugh. I I was laughing all the bungee like all the wait Xbox bungee fans, the ones that just play yep. Halo. Uh, but. I was talking, posted this on Facebook, and uh, the uh, freaking fans, like the fans of the Halo, and they're basically Xbox, feel betrayed that that Bungie's leaning more with PlayStation with all their perks and like the beta. Like I hear people talking about how it's really not cool that the that Destiny's going to get a week longer beta on the PS4 and ha- since they already had the alpha on the PS4 only and now they're now uh Bungie and Activision have announced that 
like the DLC is going to have a year exclusivity for the PS4 over the Xbox One. And uh, there's going to be like some like cosmetic stuff for the PS4 only. Well, well, I did. I was reading some of the comments. Like, it's like we've been fans. Uh, we all right. Here's what it is. We have we have the Xbox users long time. Uh, long time bungee fans. Which, if you're an Xbox user, you're not a really long time bungee fan. Well, twelve uh, years, thirteen years. Main. It's pretty long. Yeah, but if you're part of the PC version, it's been since mid nineties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but. Like we we're being excluded from recognition from everything we've given you. This this is your payment to us. First off, Bungie doesn't really have to. Oh, you yeah, they gave no. you like five or six great games. No they, shit, you didn't give them and anything. They gave you one okay game. You gave them sixty yeah. bucks. But and then like place now uh, PlayStation users are acting aggressive towards us and rubbing in the faces. Blah blah blah. Basically, Xbox being acting like they're talking, been talking shit to by PlayStation fans. When in reality, uh, play like I've seen some people post like, uh, like X PlayStation hasn't had a Bungie game ever and just let them no, have a game. No, not at all. No, actually, no. Only back in two thousand was a PlayStation hmm. game. Oh, I forgot about that game. It was a launch game huh. too. I don't think it was a launch game, but it was it pretty was close a... to the launch date, though. And it's also, Oni, Oni was a fun game. But also to keep this in mind and stuff like that, Bungie, yeah, like you said before, has been around like for like the mid uh, since the mid nineties and stuff. Like actually, say, late the... late uh, late eighties, because Mar- the marathon came out in ninety four. Right. So, but the point I'm making pretty much is is that they've been like making all sorts of various games since back then and stuff like the marathon series on PC. And a little bit of, like, a little knowledge right here, if, uh, you know what, the original Halo was supposed to be released on PC before... It was released my... on Mac. Like, it was released on Mac, yes. It was supposed to be really... it showed off at E3, and at the end they had the Mac hmm. logo. Yep. Yeah, and then Microsoft bought Bungie. Yep. Before that, so, but Halo could be released on the Xbox when it first, when it came out. And even back Which then, was there was also, It was... Which, oh, go ahead. Even yeah, even like back then and stuff, there was dispute by like fans up from like, like the Mac and like the PC or something like that because uh, Bungie got bought outright by uh, Microsoft. You know, even despite like uh, them having all that stuff, and fans were hurt even back then. You know, so this really isn't yeah, too much different. It was basically than, like, uh, yeah. back then. It was basically saying, no, you're not getting this ga- great game on the Mac. You're it's we're supporting our PC, which Halo Combat Evolved later went on after a year after it was on the Xbox went to the yep. PC. And it was like, that was a F you to Apple. I don't know. I mean, t- to me, I think it's so stupid to look at, like, they're, look, they're, they're treating, like, these companies like they're people or something like that. Like, they, like... Oh, they're in America, man. Companies are... Corporations are Yeah, but now. I mean, as far as this goes, like, there's not like this is one singular mind. Like, Bungie is a person. Like it's a, it's a, just like you and me. It's just one person's vision. It's not. It's. I'll say when I'm talking about Bungie, I'm talking about the people. I'm not talking about. The company yeah, but I, I mean, they they act like the company itself is actually a person, and that they that Bungie made the decision to go to PlayStation Switch sides. No, it's a company. 
Companies got they have one goal: make money. And they didn't. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They they didn't want to. They or and they didn't want to make games. For, they don't want to make Halo games anymore. They want to do something else. And I don't blame them. They basically did Halo games for like fourteen years. They were they were done with it. No so shit. I don't blame anybody. I wouldn't want to do the same thing for fourteen years either. But so they they went on. They they bought themselves out and they started making their own game. And Activision came to them and the do here's here's a buttload of money. They they went to they were gonna get yep. more money. You keep the roster, yeah, and games. you get and you you get to make the games you want to make because you're Bungie and right. you made Halo. You Bungie, you're one of the greatest game developers yeah. of all time. It's, yeah, it's for, definitely as far as um, this, as far as our time, like now for our generation, um, it, it's probably the, one of the biggest, probably top five easily. Um, it would be Bun, it would be up there with Bungie, Naughty Dog, freaking. And shit, ton, a couple. Yeah, others. I mean, but it, it's definitely. Yeah, it, it's definitely in. The, I mean, it's. I want maybe not the. It's probably in the top twenty game developers. It's top ten game. Yeah, of the last like fifteen years, it, it's easily though the top ten, top five maybe, um, as far as success goes. Um, so, I don't. I think it's just so stupid. Like they went to where they're going to be happy. The people, I imagine, the people that are happier there because they're doing what they want. They're making what they want to make. They're making a lot more money there, and and. Yep. I don't. I think Destiny is going to be success. It's not like, and this is this is even worse because hey, the place Mac. You're still Xbox users. Yeah, still exactly. Mac game. users didn't get the game, and P, PlayStation owners didn't get the game. Nintendo owners didn't get the game. Freaking Xbox is okay. still getting the game. Oh my god! For once, Xbox owners have to wait. And I feel funny because I was a 360 guy up until a, a, I, up until six months ago. I mean. And I was always part of the benefit. Oh, we got the Call of Duty map pack first, and like we got Call of Duty, we got Fallout, we got the GTA. games ran better. We got Skyrim, all those big, we got all the big DLC. We got it first, and it's just kind of funny to, except for Battlefield Three, which we got yeah. a week later. But yeah. it's just so funny to me that like, you're you're still getting like, it. I I even have posted on the forums like, hey, Xbox, won't you let uh Bungie, won't you let PlayStation fans uh get a Time to exclusivity deal that they didn't have. And if you, to pay and for. If you love Bungie so much, then fucking buy a PS4 or buy a PS3. You yeah, know, really. if you're that big, or just stop bitching because you're going to get the fucking game. You're going to get the DLC. Yeah, but it's a, it's it, yeah, it's just a, that's it's such an easy solution. Get a PlayStation console if you don't want to wait. Get a PlayStation console. It's that easy. It's not my fault. You. It's like I don't want to spend four hundred dollars on because, a new console. It's like well, because it's not wait. like this is new news. Like we've known PlayStation was going to be the the core console for Destiny. Since the beginning, since they announced this like, thing, since they announced they announced it at the E3 at the PlayStation. Yeah, E3. so we've known about this. Yeah, that was their that was their first game that they actually unveiled and stuff for uh, their press conference this year. Yeah, Sundays, last February, like know? when was it? Last February, February 2013. So for almost a year and a half, we've known about this. And why are we complaining now? Because <laughs> like, I think it's because the beta's coming out. And, like they announced that the PlayStation's going to get a. They're week still getting the beta. I mean, yeah, and it's it's like we want to play the game as long as the PlayStation buy a PlayStation. Do. Rant over, I, exactly. I, gamers ruin games. At the end of the day, it just comes down to this: companies, they care about nothing but one thing, and that's the money that they get. From and well, you. they want. And so, what Sony did, they want a good reputation. What Sony too, has done, so. yeah, exactly. They, did, I understand that, but uh, basically, Sony was the one that went up front. Pay all this money for exclusive content for that span of the year, 
And that's a good move by them because they've done a great job in cementing the perception that Destiny is a PlayStation brand. Yeah. So that exactly is one of the reasons why I can see why people are getting upset with it. But at the same time, it's still coming out to Xbox One. Some of this content, it'll still come to this console, be it a little bit later. So I don't really see... If people are so hurt about this, you know, not being able to play an alpha or a beta, then they should just go out and just either wait until it comes out for their Xbox One or buy a PS4. You know, it's just either pick or choose. You know? Yeah, it's basically they're getting <laughs> mad about, oh, Sony just went out and bought this. Xbox, Microsoft did this for like eight years. <laughs> like, exactly. uh, with Call of Duty, with Battlefield, with freaking Fallout, Grand Theft Auto 4. They're still doing it with Call of Duty. I mean, for God's sakes, that was the one thing they touted for their freaking Microsoft press conference. It's like, oh, we got exclusive content to Call of Duty. Oh, again? Oh, yeah, no one cares anymore. Like, I think Call of Duty is still popular. It's still going to sell very well. I've, I've said this for a long time. Yes. Call of Duty in about... It'll Call of Duty sell. in about four years will be like Madden, where it's come, it's going to come out, and it's, it's already like well, Madden. I, I, it's still kind of a big deal now because when you know, with especially because they have a lot of big budget behind it with Kevin Spacey, obviously. But in four years, it's going to be like the the core gamers, the gamers that care about Call of Duty and the, the game, like the gamers that care about Madden, are going to be really excited about it, and that's about it. No one's going. There's not going to be a big hubbub about it. We're not going to have a big events about it. It's that's it's that's going to be it. I'm getting another beer. I'm I'm angry. Yeah. Okay. So You're angry. This is the first fucking topic. I know. I know. This is only the first topic, and he's already angry and stuff like that. Well, I guess we can transition to uh, something that's a little bit less uh, anger-inducing and stuff like that. Well, let's just see. Okay. Choosing my beer number topic. three. Do, 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 do. Well, early on this week, we actually had confirmation for. Secret bases inside Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. So basically what this pertains to is back in when Ruby and Sapphire first released, it had an element, a little play, a little hidden little play element or something like that, where you could buy a specific type of, like, items, say like desks, Pokemon dolls, traps, whatever, and uh, you could decorate, like, a specific spot or something inside the Pokemon, like, uh, landscape. I think they had that, like, uh... They had that silver and gold where you mystery traded and stuff, and you bought stuff for your bedroom. Sort of like that, only this thing was more elaborated onto because you could use a particular move, which was called secret, like either like uh, some sort of like special move where you could actually secret like, power. I think yeah, it was secret power. I think it was where there was only specific areas inside all of uh, the Hoenn region where you could. Dig out specific spots and like make trees, make like a tree house or like a various little cave or whatsoever, and that would be your secret base. And what you could do, you could have little things just like to dress it up and blah blah blah. But uh, you could also have people like link cables and stuff like that with your friends. They could find your secret base where you know, like register on their game card. So, say if you had multitude of friends or something <laughs> like that with the game link cable and stuff. You could find their specific type of bases if you went and looked hard, hard enough. If say uh, you went and did trades, this is sort of like the same concept that they're introducing now with Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Only it's a bit bigger than that. You can actually go to your friends list and stuff. Basically, like that. It turns it basically turns a secret your base into a Pokemon gym. Kind of, yeah, exactly the point. Because you can structure like uh, your own base, like a Pokemon gym or like a various other little. 
nook and cranny stuff, you could basically become a gym leader, kind of, essentially. Because you could set traps, you could set little things. It's unclear, like, how focused you could actually make it. But at the same time, you can connect online, you can go and find your friend's secret base, you can challenge them with the various Pokemon set that they have. And, uh, yeah, that's actually pretty goddamn awesome, in my opinion. <laughs> so, so, Tom Nook yeah. is going to be there, right? <laughs> Wrong game. Uh-huh. But, uh, well, you could probably structure yourself after Tom Nook, probably. I, can I be a raccoon <laughs> in this game? Because that's... If I could be a raccoon, yeah. if I could be... What, what's I want to be that what well, the raccoon from the galaxy game? I want to be that one. <laughs> oh my god! You you want to be fucking rock yes? The raccoon. Can I be him? And the... <laughs> so gingerboy, you could probably like just capture a zigzagoon or something like that, and just have that be as your little raccoon type of. Pokemon I want to. I want no. I want to. I want to catch the the guy that does the voice of it. That Vin Diesel is the voice of. That can only say one name. <laughs> He's <laughs> basically a Pokemon. The Whoa. what's the guy? What's Vin Diesel's character in that movie? He's basically. And Guardians yeah, of the he's Galaxy? basically a Pokemon. He always says his name. No, uh... no, that's Dave Batista, and that's Groot. Is it? <laughs> I thought. Yeah, I thought it was Dave, Dave Batista's Batista. in it, but I Ooh. actually voiced Groot. Then I'm I'm googling this Diesel. You gotta, you gotta Google this because I'm not too sure if it's Vin Diesel or Dave Batista. It's the, tree. I, the tree is it's the, the tree trail. is Vin Groot. Diesel. So he oh, okay. only says Good. yeah, he only yeah. says his name. Then I wonder where the hell Batista. Batista's is like the giant red guy, I think. <laughs> Nathan Fillion what? is in this movie. I'm Holy gonna go shit. see this day one now. Really? Yeah, he's Groot. <laughs> Nathan Fillion's in. Oh god, day Vin one. Diesel is Groot. He always says Groot. He uh, Batista is Jack's the Destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there is some more Pokemon news that happened recently. Actually, today. There was a scan posted on Cerebi.net, uh, which uh, is taken from the latest edition of a Koro Koro magazine, which is a Japanese equivalent of a you know official Pokemon fan like magazine. And inside it, they showed a couple of photos of uh, of like the various little gym leaders that have been restructured with their new artistic work and stuff. Plus, Steven with uh, his uh, trademark Pokemon Metagross. Only this Metagross is uh, the new Mega, pretty much. So we have a new Mega confirmed. Via the scanning pages of, like, Coral Coral Magazine. Yeah. Mega Metagross. Not too sure about the typing or the nature or what type of other things are going to be happening with it, but <laughs> that's kind of exciting. Metagross is one of my favorite Pokemon from uh, Gen 3, so... Now, if only they have some, like, more stuff, you know? <laughs> I want Mega Exploud. I want freaking Mega Zangoose. <laughs> I, want, wow. I want Mega Slowbro. <laughs> that's home. That's Kanto. Wait, I hell I saw so. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, no. I really do like that. Mega Sloking. There okay. you go. Mega I stopped with the Gen 2. That's kind of <laughs> where I fell off. Until Pokemon X. That's where, that's where a lot of people fell off, though. But I uh, played, uh, I think Ruby and Sapphire is the first Pokemon game uh, that I didn't get to the fucking Elite Four. Oh, really? I stopped... Yeah. Yeah, and I just received fancy pattern Vivian, Vivian, whatever the hell it is. Oh yeah, that whole like, uh, yeah, that's another new thing that came out this week. There's like a fancy like a pavilion like uh, distribution for Pokemon X and Y. So if you want to try to, if any of you have Pokemon X and Y still, which I know a bunch of us still do, you can actually go to the mystery gift option. Just connect to the Nintendo's like Wi-Fi thing, you know, for the internet. You'll receive that 
Pokemon for free. It's like it's just like a specific type of pattern, you know, just like a distinct pattern that you can only get through distribution. Or can you breed that? You probably could, but I think it would only do like a different type of uh, pattern than what it has. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I got sure. something to talk about. Actually, I wanted to mention this. Um, so, since we're talking about Nintendo, uh, Nintendo game, yeah. Um, if you have a Wii U and you have the del- you bought the deluxe version, um, you can every uh-huh. time you buy something or uh, you bu- you get a game off their off the the store, you get mm-hmm. um, for every ten cents you spend, you get a uh, I think you get like what's it like t- you get one point for every ten cents. You spend and uh, okay. so basically, once you get the five hundred points, you get five dollar uh, car act up code for five dollars for your Wii U or for your for your huh. um, the Nintendo store. So I knew about this and I went and looked um, today actually because I've I've got a lot of games. The cool thing is you don't actually have to buy the games. So since I got those, I got three of the four free games uh, from the Mario Kart thing: Pikmin Three, Zelda HD, and the New Super Mario Brothers. Um, that was like. Um, that was like fifteen dollars right there alone. So I actually looked. I had twenty dollars, and um, for my e store, and I bought Shovel Knight today. So Holy I got shit. Shovel Knight free, and I still got like. Where, how did you? How did you check that out? How did you um, find just out? go ahead and Google uh, Nintendo. Let me double check it. Nintendo Deluxe Digital Promotion, and you go on there, and it, basically for every. It doesn't actually you don't actually even to buy the games. I've actually haven't paid for any of the games I have on there. Like Super Metroid, I got I got with the download code. The three games I just talked about, I got the download code, and I actually well, I did buy two games, but I bought it with like a, I had a gift card. So, um, huh. so you don't have to actually spend the real money. It's just the value of the games you got is you'll get those points. Right. So yeah, I actually um, and then I got because I because I because I bought because I got Shovel Knight, I got another five dollars. So I got ten dollars now. So I'm probably gonna buy Earthbound. So. I thought it was kind of a cool thing if you guys um for I know a lot of people out there have been, have been Wii U's have been selling like crazy so if you're listening and you just got a Wii U go check that out um yeah so just Google Nintendo Deluxe Digital Pro- Promotion and it's, uh, you just got to put in your um your user ID for the Wii U and then your password and it'll show you um, how many points you've gotten so pretty cool thing uh, there yeah that is a pretty cool thing though I'm just trying to. Yeah, I'm just trying to actually just look at it right now and see if I actually qualify for something. But uh, I can do that some other I'll time. I'll send you the link. <laughs> so Yeah, just send me the link a little bit and stuff like that. Well, let's go into our next topic right here. Apparently, Borderlands, the sequel, could make its way to the Xbox One and PS4. Uh, yes, so... I'm kind of aggravated about this one. You, do you want to take, really? take the reins on this one? I can, but... I don't know... Do you want? Do you want? Um, I can kind of tell the backstory on this, I guess. Um, so uh, what's going on with this is the um, they're not making the game for the Xbox One and PS4 yet. But if they're saying right. if the game, the pre sequel sells well and the gamers want yeah. it, that they'll consider making for PS4 and Xbox One, which to me. Oh, that's very shady. Yes. It's kind of like a cop-out. Yeah. And I, I understand their point to not making this for the new consoles is they don't want to... They want to just stick with the with, with what they know. They don't know the new technology yet. But to me, my counter... And I, I know there's some, like, something behind it. You know, it's not... You can't just jump into it. It's not easy cop and paste um, for making games from PS3 to Xbox 360 to Xbox One and PS4. But 
you, you don't know that you don't know the new tech of the consoles, the new consoles. This would seems like a perfect right. time to like jump into it, uh, jump like a nice little test run before, before you, you before they throw their new IP yeah, out and there. We, we'll discuss the new IP here in a little after, I'm sure after this, but you, you don't know the new technology yet. So just make the game for 360 PS3 and then port it over to X. But also kind of like all the other games like Wolfenstein's doing, like it's in all the consoles. Do that. That gives you a nice little test run into like that makes it helps you understand the new tech for PS4, PS, uh, and uh-huh. Xbox One. And all the people that have abandoned basically the 360 and the PS3. A lot of people probably, I bet a good chunk of people sold their old consoles when they bought the new ones, or they don't want to buy games yep. for the old consoles. I remember when I bought South Park, I felt kind of like I didn't want to buy the game almost because I didn't want to buy a game for my 360 because I had a PS4. Well, yeah. So no I, and I, I just think it's kind of. Half-assed answer, and oh well. If you bought, if you like the game, well then we'll maybe make it for Xbox One, PS4. And the way that that kind of aggravates me because I I want uh, if I'm going to play the game, I want to play it for the console that I'm going, I want to play it on yes, the newer exactly. consoles. Yeah. Don't tease me with fucking. We might make it for the new new yeah. consoles. Like I'm not gonna buy. The yeah, game that's twice. my point. Is why would you? Why, well, yeah, so you're basically telling the people that like your game to, oh, well, you need to buy it, and then if you like it, then maybe we'll make it for the new consoles. So then you want to buy it again? That's basically a big middle finger to your your fan base right there. And that's a good point right there. I mean, for a fact, let's take me for example. When as soon as the next generation came on, I just latched on and I got both consoles, you know, and I got rid of like uh, the remaining stuff that was tying me down from. Uh, the previous generation from my old what in the world that's the that? demon uh apparently apparently the... The there was a demon yeah there's the um oh i live God. like a mile away from the airport and there's a lot of heavy traffic apparently today that's about the eighth or ninth plane <laughs> to fly over today you'll hear in the recording people sorry um i'll try to block okay. it out i guess it's not really working too well I guess, uh, well, I guess that freaking little demon or something like that is Wait, you're recording in a basement, Yeah, well, I got the window open, man. There's no air conditioning in this house. It's hot. I'm sweating right now. (laughs) But anyway, like I was saying and stuff like that, just the point, point, get, like, point taken or something like that is, uh, like, I was invested heavily in the last generation, but once that ended, I just wanted to get out as fast as possible. So I don't really give a crap about I don't believe this generation, the the previous generation is over. That's why I kept my consoles. Yes, that's a good that's a good point, Knuckles. I mean, for a lot of people, including yourself and stuff like that, no, it's not done whatsoever. But with me, I felt it was just the kind that I just should just move on. If I can, get, if, I, if I can pour all my games over to the next generation consoles, I will. Uh, I would sell my previous consoles. Yeah, no shit. Like, I'm currently playing my uh, three. I play not currently, but I play Halo Four on my PS on my 360 a lot. I almost said PS3. Um, oh, a bunch of people are so uh, mad at you right now. Right? <laughs> yeah, Bungie gave a secret port to all this uh, real fans, so they gave a secret port of Halo to uh, the PS3. It's called Destiny. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, people off. well, anyway, speaking of Gearbox, though, Gearbox did actually unveil like a new game. I think it was this week called Battleborn. Exactly, what in the hell is this all about? Uh, well, Battleborn is the new uh, Gearbox game. It's supposed to 
they haven't announced what platform. Oh yeah, they have. It's going to be for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's supposed to come out in 2015. Uh, it's unlike Borderlands 2. It's going to be more of a hero type of game where you play through a couple of heroes and like you're playing as friendly as uh, bandits and Borderlands. Hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, they're not going to have that from what I can tell they're not going to have the looting like the huge loot fest of what the game's what Borderlands was they um yeah I'm trying to remember what I'm trying to figure out what I was going about this since I was the only one that actually followed this well actually I read the article too though but it's just I don't remember a lot about it considering isn't this supposed to be like some sort of uh no that was the Cliff Blazinski game <laughs> My bad. It's, but, yeah. it's going to be, uh, well, really? <laughs> it's going to combine, uh, it's going to have that first person shooting. It's going to be the first person shooter and co op, which is similar to Borderlands. And it's, it looks like it's going to be shell shaped that has the same shell shaded feel, so I'm pretty sure it's going to be like Border a new version of Borderlands, just without the loot. So, massive loot. I read an article earlier and um before we started uh, recording about how um was it randy pitchford is i think is the owner or is the president of gearbox, gearbox um yeah. said that th- making borderlands 3 scares them and like there's a lot of hype behind it but basically this is borderlands 3 but they just they put borderlands on because with all they didn't want the expectations of it being borderlands they didn't want borderlands expectations. yeah so it's but they're making borderlands Okay, they didn't want Borderlands 3 expectations, but coming from a company that that put out Alien and stuff like that, Colonial Marine, okay. Yeah, this game needs, I think for Gearbox's sake, this game needs to be a home run, so maybe they're, I think they're just playing it safe with this, they're going with what they know. The game looks beautiful, like, for, for the trailer, or what I'm watching. Yeah. Uh-huh. The game itself looks beautiful, like, and it looks like it has that comedy feel yeah, to so, it. Yeah, so... I think this is actually really. This might be a smart move on their behalf. It's a nice, safe pick for them. They're not trying anything super, not doing anything crazy new or out of, out of their, out of what they know. Um, so, so, because they've had some stinkers the last you know five years with with Duke Nukem, and um, with Alien. That I'll Duke say Nukem, they did what they yeah, could but with it's Duke still Nukem. under their it's still under their umbrella. They released that with their it's their their name is on that game, so it still hurts them the fact that they released that game. Knowing it was horrible, I, that game was shit going into the development. Yeah, but they if like it was that they knew it was bad, and they basically just they sunk a lot of money into that, so they just they released it as is, so they could get their money back. So I think that was like that hurt the company, and then with the, with the whole alien thing, and then finding out the stuff about alien afterwards, that they basically took the money that was given to them to make aliens, they made Borderlands one with it, and then gave the alien game off to some other company that they own to make and it turned into crap and they basically did the same thing where they try to fix it up as best they could then shipped it out kind of like Duke Nukem um, they've just kind of got a bad stigma right now and I think the pre-sequel and uh, Battleborn um, are very safe but I mean, I'm not going to complain because I like Borderlands so if we can get Borderlands quality games I'll be happy okay well anyway speaking of aliens and stuff the Aliens Isolation pre-order bonus actually has me kind of excited because inside this type of pre-order bonus, there's like, uh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> basically what it is, it's like a extra kind of like uh, missions Two or something extra like missions. that based around, 
Well, I know. This is based around, like, uh, the whole, like, the cast and stuff, the 1979 movie, like, Aliens and stuff. So you have, like, actors, actresses and stuff like that, like Sigoni Weaver and stuff like that, reprising their roles, like, uh, originally from the movie and stuff like that. It actually, I was looking at it before the show started, and it, it looks pretty awesome, in my honest opinion. That's a cool incentive for, like, a pre-order Yeah, it's, it's kind of, um, I think it's a smart move. I'm, this this is another game, like, Alien Isolation, just kind of reading some stuff about it. Uh, about the game, uh, people were playing it at uh, E3, and it just people were saying not saying too many positive things about it. And I think this is kind of a huh. smart move on their behalf, where this is probably the biggest um, seller to, right now. And to throw it in, throw it in with the pre-order bonus is a good well good way to get sales um, right off the bat instead of you know this game coming out and then maybe releasing them for five bucks um, day one or a few weeks later. I, I think this is a good way to get sales right away. Before the you know, if this game does in fact turn out to be mediocre or bad, they at least got the money up front with this. It can, well, you know what? In like, uh, well, I can tell you know, do it this way. I can say it this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully, it's gonna can be you say like it a, at all. I know. I'm just really tongue tied at the moment. At least I hope that it's not as bad as Aliens Colonial Marines. Because, you know what, that game was just terrible. I think they actually had to try <laughs> to make that game States. that bad. Man, I know. But, uh, anyway, Knuckles, how do you feel about this? Uh, I'm, no, I'm not really a fan of it. I'm, I'm going in with low expectations for Aliens. going to be a real. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, after the shit ton of alien, terrible Alien games... Just yeah, jaded. I remember. I remember when we first heard about this game, but probably about a year or so ago. I was actually really looking forward to this. I think we actually, I think Knuckles and I were talking about it, uh, maybe six months ago, late beginning of the year, late last year, and we were actually both somewhat um, excited for this game. And I, I think he's actually in the same boat I am right now. We're we're hoping it's good, but we're not expecting it to be good. Well, here's hoping yeah, it's actually good. good. Yeah, if it, if it comes out and it's, it's mediocre, I'll be happy because my plan is because there's so many good games coming out and I can't afford all of them. I'm just gonna get a GameFly account yep. or something at, like in December and just like play all these games I missed. So this that hope if it's good, I'll, if it get good, gets good reviews and hear good things, I'll probably play it sometime down the line. <laughs> well, anyway, going on to another topic right here. Apparently, Cliffy B he actually got out of retirement for video games, and he's announced a new game by the name of uh, Project Blue Streak. <laughs> Basically, what this is going to be is like a free-to-play first-person shooter. You Man, can't say you know, it. The can't say it anymore. Interesting. <laughs> free to download. Free to play. Ah, uh, yep. Knuckles came up with the idea. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> <sighs> but uh, it's that's kind of interesting and stuff. I know Cliffy B had experience like with uh, producing like games when he was working at Gear, like uh, uh, Epic, <laughs> with Epic, Epic games, games yeah. and stuff like that, with the Unreal Tournament games and like all the other stuff. You know, I want a good Unreal Tournament game. Like, I don't want Unreal Championship Three. I want a, a real Unreal, uh, a real Unreal Tournament game. Yeah, or yeah, like. Really, just a good arena shooter. We haven't had one. We haven't had a really good one in a long time. Like, Kifley, like Epic kind of started that whole thing with the Unreal games, and 
I mean, I don't, we haven't really had a, a really great one since. Oh, Doom. You would, well, Epic you is. Argue Doom and Qu- Quake. Yeah, like I guess that. that's true. Well, Epic is going, like, forth with uh, creating a new, like, um, Unreal game, though. But it's uh, entirely also, like, free-to-play and stuff like that. But they're just coming up with some of the concepts at this moment in time. But, uh, yeah, I'm actually kind of interested in see how Clippy V actually goes with this game. I... You know, because, you know, free-to-play? Hell, it's by, like, the same... Uh, He's partnered with the same like free to play model like uh, company, and so that was responsible for Maple Story. So, oh, to me, it's um, I, I'm kind of over the free to play stuff already. I, I don't take your game as seriously once if it's free to play. If your game is not good enough for me to uh, invest money in like beforehand, um, I, I, yep. I don't take your game nearly as seriously, and I lose a lot of interest. And I think that's kind of the stigma to a lot of gamers now. Like you, you might have a pretty yep. good, it might actually be a pretty, pretty good game. I'm like, if this game came out for like 20, 30 bucks, I might actually really enjoy it. But I, I the free to play logic, I just that has so much ill will behind it. Like, oh, you're gonna like nickel and dime us on like stupid stuff like this. We talked about before, like they make the game super hard at certain points, or you have to wait this long to play the game. I don't know. To me, it's just like it's something. I think a lot of gamers that even are fans of Gears of War and like Cliffy B are probably not going to jump into just because of that free to play. Uh, <laughs> name on it yeah that's true but uh anyway let's go on to our next topic right here apparently no man's sky the multiplayer probably won't be up at launch which uh i wonder which multiplayer is it just general multiplayer or something like that or is just more like uh a local type of multiplayer? um from what they're saying is it's gonna have like the the way a normal multiplayer mode on it that you would see from like an mmo or just any other like co-op and multiplayer and all that things uh, stuff to it, but it won't be. Right. It more than likely won't be at launch. It'll probably be later on down the line. And like, actually, Knuckles even kind of talked, touched on a little bit earlier with um, uh, Trials Fusion, where yeah, that game came out. What was it? Do you remember when that game came out, Knuckles? Was it March or April? Yeah, uh, I think it was either late March or yeah. Early and April. I mean. I want to say April, not uh, the not. Yeah, it sounds about. Right. I think April sounds about right. Um, I, I'm kind of curious. So if they do this, and I think a lot of us that want to, that are going to plan on getting No Man's Sky, like me, one of the big things of it is we want to do this with other people. And if this yes. come, if like I thought, Grand Theft Auto did a Grand Theft Auto Five had a pretty good job with it, where it was two weeks later, so it gave people just enough time to, to jump into the single player. And yeah, there were some issues at right. the beginning with Grand Theft Auto Five with like with trying to get online but that only lasted like a week or so that worked out pretty well i think for um that, that's a great kind of thing to do for i think a lot more games should do um is you know give more people a chance to play especially longer games give them a chance to play the single player and then put the put the multiplayer out if but if this is you know like trials fusion it's three months down the line i i i completely forgot i had the game and i think there's probably decent amount of people out there that probably forgot they have the game right now too or just don't care about the multiplayer anymore that i don't know if if it comes out too late this you know this could be uh it might hurt i think it might hurt the game in the long run well you know what i do agree though that uh it might hurt the game in the long run stuff like that but at the same time i do understand why that uh they're delayed in like the multiplayer function it's just like what you were saying with grand theft auto like five and stuff just give people some time just to experiment with the single-player perspective and see, like, uh, how things go on from there. And then afterwards, it's like, 
do a bit of co-op or do a little bit of like online multiplayer stuff, you might discover something even different when you play again. See, you know? we're we're in actually in the minority. Like we're we're the people that actually like to go into the single player mm-hmm. first. Right. Like people like GTA Five and people who play GTA, Call of Duty, and that sort of, sort of stuff. They're actually the majority where they don't even care about the single player. That's true. But I know they shame, just man. go straight to the multiplayer and yeah. No Man's yeah, Sky is well, kind of an interesting game yeah. though, where it's something it's completely different from all those games though, where it's it's not going to have that hardcore audience that wants to play with their friends. Um. No. Uh, this this kind of it's a weird case, right? I mean, I don't want the game. I'm fine with them releasing it later, the multiplayer later. I think it's a smart move because it's better to release it day one or a week later, and it's broken right off the bat, and it just doesn't work at all, and they're just constantly having issues. Um, but and it's just not fun. But at the same time, I, I just think you don't want to wait too long. And you're right. I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there knuckles. I, I think the, you're right. We're the minority where. We look more towards, and like I ran it on earlier, I want a good single-player mode. And I think if they focus on the single-player mode and give us a good, solid single-player mode, and we don't really know what this game's going to be so much or what how long this game is going to last. But, no, I um, no, I, I think you're right, though, where a lot of people, I think, are wanting a good... They want to jump right into the multiplayer, and if those people want that, they'll probably, if it gets only a few weeks later, they'll probably just wait for the multiplayer to come out, and then they'll buy the game. Yep. Well, anyway, let's just uh, just touch on a little bit, like before, like uh, we actually go ahead and end the show today and stuff. Um, uh, there is a Super Smash Brothers like uh, 3DS tournament that's going to be happening, like July, uh, like what towards July the end of July 25th or in like San Diego. Yeah, July 25th. How is there going to be a 3DS tournament when the game's not out? Yet? Well, it's kind of like what they did with the Wii U well, one, where it's just like it's kind of a demo mode. I kind of like that though. I really do like that Nintendo's just going out just with uh, the 3DS version just to get into people's hands. You yeah. Know? Yeah, because, I mean... In a place like... We haven't yeah. seen a lot on 3DS. We've seen a lot of Wii U. Alright. DN Field Trip to San Diego to participate in this tournament. Yeah, I think, Let's yeah, go. It's, it? I think it's <laughs> San, San Diego Comic Con. I'm totally down for that. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's San Diego Comic Con. That would be there. Awesome. The thing is, actually, you're supposed to go to a couple. St- the way to get into the tournament is you have to go, go to like a couple stores. And I think it started a couple yeah. days ago, actually. And you go in there and you play. You can actually play like a demo version of it, and it keeps track of like you or something like that, I guess. And um, huh. depending on how well you do in some of these, um, you actually that's how you get into the tournament. So it's not huh. like it's not like Wii U one where you actually like signed like you send a, a video in and talked about. Uh, Sign yeah, up. it's not like well, like the, the I think the Wii U one, you actually like send in a video and talk about who, like how well you, how good at the game you are, and like some of them like were actual like Smash right. Brother champ, Smash Brother Melee champions and things like that. This one, like you actually like, go to like a couple stores in San Diego and play the game itself and beat other people to it. Right, let's take a day trip to San Diego right now. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna call fun. my supervisor. Uh, let her know I'll be late tomorrow. It's <laughs> two hours behind. I mean, by the time we get there, I'll, I'll probably be there before work starts tomorrow. All right. Well, anyway, guys, it's well. That's about wraps up the topics and stuff for. Uh, Wait, what have you been playing? Episode? What have I been playing? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't. I don't really think I should really get into what I've been playing and stuff like that since uh, we are kind of a little bit over right at the moment. But uh, well, I could say that for next week since I barely even played the games that I was going to talk about. 
So I'll have okay. more info on them next week. But like I was saying, though, I'm just wrap. We got done wrapping up the topics, so I'll just go into my wrestler of the week, which is a no-brainer by me, as the wrestler is Roman Reigns. Now, Roman Reigns, he's a quite an interesting dude in general. I mean, he gives that persona kind of like that badass type of persona and stuff. He was the main muscle behind the shield. And, uh, well, I kind of like how the WWE creative is going with him and stuff like that. He's more like uh, he's more like a brute force, like no-nonsense type of dude and stuff like that. He's almost kind of like the opposite of like a Dean Ambrose and stuff, where Dean Ambrose is more psychotic. He's more like... Uh, you know, this and that, though. But with Roman Reigns, he's known for a couple of moves. He's known for, like, his Superman punch, his uh, his spear, obviously, because, uh, well, hell, what's a better move to give a big man than a fucking spear? Yeah, every big, <laughs> the only move every big man can actually do. And he also has that awesome drop kick he does onto the apron. Oh, yeah, that's true. That drop kick, man, is so freaking awesome. I, I think... I you think know, the best way to describe the shield is I thought um, they're the, like they're like Batman villains. Like um, I think they said yeah. um, the Joker was um, Dean Ambrose, um, yeah. Seth Rollins was Scarecrow, and Bane is okay. um, Roman Reigns. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> put Roman Reigns as Bane. You know, I would probably well, he's, put he's him the... somewhere along the lines of say like a Killer Croc. <laughs> but Maybe that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, which one is the penguin? Uh, Paul Heyman. Which one Paul is Paul Heyman? The... <laughs> he came up with that yeah. pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, he did actually. But uh, yeah, Roman Reigns has actually had some pretty fun, like interesting little moments and stuff. Like with say, like with certain promos and stuff like that, like calling Renee Young like baby girl and blah 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 and stuff like that. Plus, did you catch that like last Monday or something like that, where you actually did a fist bump with a fan before you yeah. came in? I can't. <laughs> that broke. I can't fist. wait. I got front row tickets to when they come to town. I want to give him a hug. I'm no, going to rub don't him. do oh, that. Reigns, I want to give you hugs. I want to give you lovings. Dude, I do not want to see you like a live television just get tackled by security because they think you're attacking uh, I would. I'm not that stupid. I'm not going to attack Roman Reigns. That guy's like... <laughs> no, just hold out a bro fist or something like that. And just let him try to do that. bro? We cool, bro? <laughs> I can't wait. Because <laughs> I get you not. Fans are going to be keeping on doing that now because he did that. <laughs> But uh, no, I want to say actually, on September first on WWE Raw, I am sitting front row, opposite the camera. So you're gonna see this beautiful mug on TV for Dude. over three hours straight. Dude, what you should do, you should put a sign and you should put on our freaking website. You know, if we've renamed it by now, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I might actually do that. I don't know if you can have. I don't know if Dude. you can have signs in the front row. I think it's actually like a rule against that because you're. I don't have to look at. I'll have to find that out. I think it says on my ticket well, somewhere. What you could, well, if what you could do though is not like just hold it up so the people in the back can see, but like uh, just have it like sort of like a little thing. Hey, hey, here's our website. You know, it's like I can do that. I can... <laughs> here's our podcast. Yeah. yeah, just do the podcast thing. Like I that. think you guys, you guys have told me this the last two times I've gone to the shows. And I've and you've just never, never, never did it. <laughs> Sounds really good in theory. But dude, dude. This time, there's no excuse. You got to do that since you're in the fucking front row. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to get some. I'll go out and get a, like a few weeks for the show. I'll go out and get like some poster board, and I'll like I'll blow up our, our logo and I'll put Drunk Dash Nerds podcast on iTunes. But one last thing I want to say about Roman Reigns, you know, I've been listening to some other like uh, like wrestling like uh, like certain wrestling like talks and certain like podcasts and stuff like that where. You know, Roman Reigns kind of gives out the persona, say, like, of a Kevin Nash in a way. Because he's big, he's menacing, he, like, has, like, a particular way that 
he's kind of like a no-nonsense type of uh, dude, though. Oh, yeah, sure, Kevin Nash had a tendency just to have, like, a running of the diary of the mouth, though, but... The thing is, he has uh, this that it. type of thing. <laughs> this is it, Roman Reigns versus, uh... Kevin Nash is WrestleMania. Oh God! Who, oh, God, that'd be so. Who blow, It's, it's gonna be a who blows her quad first match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good reference. Because <laughs> for those who don't know, who haven't paid attention to wrestling in like over ten or fifteen years, once uh, the whole invasion angle stopped or something like that for WCW and like WWF and stuff like that, one of the first tag matches or something like that with Kevin Nash in it. He goes, and he actually blows his quad out when he tries to run. He took, like, three <laughs> steps and went to go tag somebody and collapsed. And, yeah. It's not the first time he blew yep. a quad in a match, so. Yeah, but that's yeah. probably one of the most lamest way to go out. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyway, Knuckles, what's our random Twitter follower of the week? I'm going to go with someone we all, every, we, my, we all know. Uh, maybe not the listeners, but. At Esmeralda Portillo. Yay, Esmeralda IP. Here's her tweet. The chocolate Twinkie is a thing again. The chocolate Twinkie is a thing again. It hasn't been a thing since the 1990s, apparently. And, yeah, that's good. Yeah, the chocolate Twinkie. At Esmeralda IP. Yeah, Esmeralda, she has been like a, well, we've known Esmeralda and stuff like that for like years from like their work on Sarcastic Gamer, plus some other work that she has been, like other jobs that she has been, like has done, you know, like for uh, Machinima, Machinima, plus I'm not too sure what she does Inside gaming. But she's been keeping like uh, really big tabs and stuff like that inside uh, the gaming industry. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm just very excited, you know, for Esme and stuff, what she does. Well, she's one of the only ones that actually helped uh, donate, like, uh, when I was uh, doing that whole Extra Life thing. Which, by the way, I'm not too sure when that's going to be. October year. 25th. <laughs> it, damn. October 25th. Well, I think it's. I think this is a good time just to say that uh, I believe all of us will participate in Extra Life again this year. If, uh, you know, maybe do something, since we actually have a next generation of thing of consoles that we can actually play on. So, who knows? Maybe Tyler and I I'll will do... I'll be playing Destiny. Yeah, we'll be playing Destiny, maybe Madden, maybe like uh, Tyler and I will play some don't, Madden. Don't tease me now. <laughs> I'm not going to tease you like the baseball fucking thing, you know? That was funny, though. But, uh, anyway, on Twitter, we are drunk, da- drunk underscore nerds, almost a dash. <laughs> on Facebook, we have a Facebook group page, which is just drunk dash nerds, where we just, basically, we talk about random things. We post little things about wrestling, since that's what we love most. Yep. <laughs> but that's come second to gaming, really. But uh, anyway, that has been it for episode 55 of the Drunk Dash Nerds. I have been your host, the Stumbling Jack of Hearts. I have been Ginger Hulk. <laughs> Ginger Smash. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been Bungie Fan 001. You don't like Jinji when he's angry. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Bye. Oh, I just re- the only thing I have je- are jeans now. That's weird. The purple. Oh, God. Everybody run. Jinja, no pants. I like to play you by my own. Yeah. But I think stay on top.
Fuck you. I think I do what I want to do.